replace something with something else. Especially something of the same kind that is newer or better. Substitute one thing for another. The definition of change. Hello and welcome. My name is Martin Matthews. This is the fourth episode of Walking the Landscape, Country Walks. The field known as the Long Peace was indeed that. A long piece of ground stretching down to the river, nearly half a mile away. An old man in the area used to tell me when he was young, he'd go down there with four buckets. The cows used to graze there in the morning. He'd get up at five o'clock on a summer's morn. Go down and milk the eight cows, warm his hands on their sides, half fill the four buckets with milk. There wouldn't be as much as proficient milkers as they are now, but he couldn't carry the four buckets at once, so he'd carry two buckets a few hundred yards, leave them down, turn back, get the other two buckets, bring them a couple of hundred yards ahead, put them down, turn back, until eventually he'd get up. After a couple of hours, have his breakfast. And when he got up to the top of the field and had his bit to eat, he'd go out and he'd feed the cattle. It might now be seven o'clock in the morning. And the land, as we look at it, has changed utterly since then. He used to lament the lack of turnips and beet, sugar beet, mangles to feed the cattle. Corn, oats, the fuel of the horse who used to pull the cart. A way of being, baking bread, strong tea, travelling to the well for water, being part of a community, meeting your neighbours. And now as farming has developed and country living has developed, we've water in our houses. We phone. Very rarely would we meet her neighbour unless we made an appointment to meet them. But things move on. Things change. Things change and people change and times change. The landscape has a way of seem seemingly to stay in the one state of being as you're looking at it, but it does evolve. It changes, even the long piece, as it runs down to the river, has changed utterly. And as I prepare to go for a walk and observe this change, it's inevitable. And today, as I stand in this wooded area, dissected by streams coming from all directions, looking at the landscape, undulating hills, flat grounds, now populated by trees from Kwilcha and the state body with growing timber and increasing forests in, in Ireland. How much work did the people who lived here put into making the land flat, habitable by cattle and people, make a living from? And now, to some certain extent, it has been brought back to a state of trees and briars and bushes and 
unobserved streams with nobody to witness their flow gouging their way through the landscape. Speaking to an old man years ago and he pointing out way across the horizon you're full of fields, patchwork quilt. He says, do you see that green field there? And I said, the one way off in the distance beside the forest. And he said, yes. I was so proud of myself at the time that when he was talking about a green field, he was talking about the greenest field. Johnny Marr's father spent three years with a griffon, which is like a mix between a pix and an ack axe, taking away furs, briars, skiocks, just enough to put two cattle onto it so he could milk. And there we are now, a generation later, and Johnny Marr's grandson is sowing trees, unable to make a living on the land. The very reason why his grandfather walked out on damp, warm spring days to curb the growth of firs and rushes. Things move on, times move on, the landscape moves on. But what remains the same is the impermanence. The impermanence of how the land and the landscape exists. It is just here for us to witness as we look at it. Things change. Thank you very much.